DC Comics suffers massive layoffs. Ben Affleck is coming back as Batman. And the world mourns the death of iconic actor Chadwick Boseman. All of this and so much more on The Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. We're in. Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, spot. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me. I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And welcome to the Geek Underground episode number 57. 57, Trash Panda. 57. We've made it. Yeah, this is Deadpool. And this is the Trash Panda. And we are now in our first week of September. Schools have gone back in the UK. I think in America they've been on for a, a month now, but there's been yeah. kind of back and forth of schools starting and stopping. And it's going to be a really interesting year to see how how everything plays out in this coming bit. But, but the news that, that just hit me like a ton of bricks this last week, of course, was the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Oh, I know. Uh, it just I couldn't I couldn't believe this when I saw it. And it, it, what's amazing though is that nobody at Disney or Marvel had any clue. No, I, I'm surprised knowing oh. how bad that uh, it was colon cancer, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, colon can cancer. Can get. I mean, the fact that he managed to do those movies and still look healthy, and especially between you know chemo, radiotherapy, all the things that he probably was going through, surgeries. I mean, and the physicality of doing that is pretty insane. There were only a few people close to him actually knew yeah. what was going on. And and he kept this hidden. Now, apparently, he was under the impression he was going to beat this. And it wasn't until the last few weeks of his life that they, they really saw, okay, that this is not going well. That this, you know, this is going to be bad. And so they, they wrote a letter and sent it to Kevin Feige. And by the time Kevin Feige received the letter, Chadwick Boseman had already passed. And wow. so it was within almost within a day of him getting the letter and Bozeman passing. Uh, and that's the first time that Feige knew anything about what was going on and what, what he was dealing with. But it's tough. Celebrity deaths are kind of a weird thing, right? Yeah. Because we feel like we're so much a part of these people's lives, especially when you're in a massive franchise like Marvel and you see everything about these people and they bring some some light into our homes and our movie theaters. But what was just amazing, though, and I think you want to talk no, go first. On. Uh, is now that we've, you know, we've kind of see what was happening, seeing that he was using his celebrity to do so much good in the hospitals he was in, in between his surgeries, he was bringing kids boatloads of, of toys and Black Panther toys and Marvel toys and mm. just using, using still his platform, even when he was struggling and going through a very, very difficult thing to, to make the world better. Mm -hmm. And that's all I've heard since he passed all these stories from the people that worked with him is that he was such a bright spot in but people's lives. I think lives. that's one thing that, you know, you see society doing more and more is is setting these people up like gods. And, you know, I don't think there's one celebrity out there who doesn't have their own struggles, who doesn't have, you know, things that they're dealing with on a, a consistent basis. Um, I was reading, I can't remember the actress, but she has uh, multiple sclerosis and... Um, having that is it's debilitating. Is, it's it's very times, debilitating. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, fibromyalgia is the nice version of it, 
and I suffer with fibromyalgia and it's, you know, every day is a struggle. Getting up in the mornings is a struggle. The pain levels, the fatigue is a struggle. And so I think sometimes we just kind of assume that, you know, these actors and everything else, oh, they're perfect, you know, they're fine. And there's been a spate of a lot of deaths in the last little while, which, you know, seeing as we're going through coronavirus and all this stuff going on, you would expect it to be down to that. But it's not. It's, you know, it's all these other things. And it's and it's a shame. And, and at the moment as well, it's um, it's interesting to think what they're going to do with Black Panther now, knowing that, you know, they've got options now. That are they going to replace him? Um, you know, obviously, Black Panther 2 will be pushed back for obvious reasons. Yeah, Ryan you know. Coogler, who was writing and directing it, he, he had no clue. And he, he'd been finishing his script with, with the idea of, of Chadwick being yeah. in the movie. And so you're right. We, we don't really want to talk much about it yet because it's still pretty fresh. And Disney's like, you know, we're not even going to talk about this yet. But you're right. Where are they going to go? And if you look in the comics, well, what, what, what was uh, your idea there that was taken from so the comics? My thought was, is that um, because if you look at um, the actors today who um, obviously let's just be blunt, he was black. So you've got to, you know, Black Panther is obviously a black actor. Yes. But you have got a lot of actors who are either kind of almost too old for the role or too young for the role. And you've got... So it's kind of hard to hit that sweet spot where Chadwick was because even though he was 43, he did not look 43. He looked like he was in his 30s, you know, early 30s. I mean, he was a fit and very, very kind of like, you know young looking guy so it's really difficult to now gauge well where do we go with that because a lot of the actors that you go oh he would have been a good one they've already used them in the black panther movies so then you're kind of going out so my thought was and disney if you hear this i think this is a brilliant idea shuri should become the new black panther which actually is taken from the comics if you didn't realize that there was there was a point where she picked up that Uh, mantle of of black panther because black panther is more of like the title you put on the person in that role it's not one specific person next in line for the throne and um so then you know it was always carried on the genetic line of the king would become the next black panther so it would kind of it would be difficult to do in a sense but without then replacing the actor, which has worked very early on, like Iron Man, they originally, they, you know, replaced um, Iron Patriot. Terrence and then Howard with, yeah, yeah, Don, with Cheadle. Um, Don Cheadle. But generally in the in the Marvel movies, you haven't seen this changing of actors. No. They've stuck around. They've been the same guy. You know, it's it's not been these massive changes. Well, the only two and, I can think of are that one you just mentioned, Don yeah. Cheadle, and then uh, Ron, uh, not Ron Howard, um, I just saw uh, Ed Norton. Sorry, Ed Norton yes. being replaced with Mark Ruffalo, uh, and those as the two really major ones. I'm sure there's been some minor roles yeah. that have shifted that you don't even notice, but for the most part, that's it. And they, they do want to keep that continuity throughout this this universe. But so the only the the next logical thing I think would be is to use um, Shuri and let her take on the role of Black Panther. And you honor Chadwick. You honor and that then character. You honor him rather than just replacing him. You honor his legacy absolutely um with with the next movie and then you know then it continues on i think that would actually work myself and that's not all about girl power or anything like that it's about you know honoring you know chadwick's just amazing legacy i mean i'll be honest black panther wasn't one of my favorite marvel movies it wasn't for any other reason than but the fact that it's just not one of my favorite marvel movies it's nothing to do with this it's nothing to do with racism or anything else. I'm pointing that out right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my thing. 
but um, I loved his character. I loved Shuri's character. I liked the the family dynamic. It was more the story I wasn't keen on. Yeah. The actual look of the movie was beautiful. The acting was amazing. None of that was really, you know, the issue. It was just for me the storyline. I thought was weak. Yeah. Um. But it's, it's I fine. I love Shuri's character especially. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that girl's the new Tony Stark. In fact, I think she was more intelligent than Tony Stark. So <laughs> honestly, she's got a lot of space to grow within the Marvel Universe. So I think let her take it on. Or Michonne, you know, Michonne, Michonne. can always take it on. <laughs> she can be like Black Lynx or something alongside to kind of like help Shuri do more of the, like the, you know, get into more of the like the physicality of it. But I, I think there's places they can go with it without needing to necessarily replace the actor, which I don't know would be the best thing there. Yeah, and I really don't think they will. I think you're right in the fact that they'll use Shuri because you want to honor what he brought to the film. And really, it was it was, was an, an amazing, just groundbreaking role in the fact that he's the first black superhero, you know, as far as trying to bring a, a character to, to the black community. And yeah. he's the first one where he, he led a role and brought that. And he did Jackie Robinson as well, which is another just, oh, yeah. just, just race-defining role. Um, he really... I was something he was really passionate about. I think it's a shame as well that we, um, with Killmonger, I, I know that character had to die, but it's almost a shame that they ended up killing him off because had he have kind of sat like he did at the very end of um, the Black Panther movie and hadn't have died, I think he kind of came around well, to the, the reason of what it was. Yeah, the redemptive yeah, that redemptive story. thing. Him being like the brother of, well, you know, he was the cousin, wasn't he? Um, he would have been a brilliant walkthrough on being kind of like, you know, Chadwick's replacement in terms of let's like another family member take it on. Yeah. If you want to stick with the male Black Panther. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's enough talking about yeah, that. But yeah. but again, we, we do just want to, I mean, really honor him and respect yeah. his family. I mean, he got married right before he passed to his long time. Yeah. Like it was kind of a, a private ceremony. And there's a lot of people that, that love him and are heartbroken beyond just the movie side. And so it's really focusing, you know, on that and, and just trying to, you know, pray for those families because it is something that's heart wrenching. It's tough. It's he, he's young. You know, I mean, just in your early 40s, it, it, that's just a, a really young age to be taken. Um, and so that, that's that is really hard uh, at this point. Yeah. Um, but moving on from that, I guess, uh, it is hard to transition that. Um, it's really hard to transition off of something like that. Um, but, but, but I mean, maybe even it's, it's looking at, like you mentioned, how there have been a lot of deaths and a lot of them haven't been even related to COVID. And one, yeah. of, the, one of these these stats that I heard that I shared with you that stuck out to me is that if you're under 20, you know what, you're probably not going to get COVID and die from it, but you are 300 times more likely to die from suicide than you are from COVID-19. And looking at these deaths that are in the world, a lot of them are suicides. And in the way the world has been, it's been a really unstable, scary feeling place for a lot of people mm. that have felt hopeless and valueless in this time. And um, and so to at least just try to try to bring that around is guys, there are people that want to talk to you. If you're struggling right now, there are people that want to help. We are here because we want to help as well. And just letting you know that if you're even thinking maybe not even that far but just kind of feeling dark and depressed and, and don't know a way out reach out to somebody what's the name of that app that people can use is it chat now yeah chat now 
Uh, there's an app called Chat Now that you can get. It's free. Uh, it's free. You can talk to people right away. If you want to shoot us a message, guys, please do. How can they? How can they get a hold of us here? I'd, I'd love for them. Uh, to... We're at uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Geek UG. Yeah. And we're always here, guys. We, we always respond as soon as people send us a message. And, and we'd love if you need something to just use us, utilize us, because sometimes it's the anonymous people that you're OK sharing some of those things with where you don't want necessarily your friends or your family to know. Sometimes it's good to have somebody anonymous, but they can still encourage you and still help you, um, you know, and bring a little hope and a lie. Guys, I mean, you, you know that we are Christians and, and we have our hope and we believe that, you know what, there is a God that made us for a purpose. Um, and we believe that you have that same purpose, you know, that God made you as well. And, and whether or not you believe that, that's fine. Um, but we still want to bring some hope into your life. And so, um, yeah, just kind of a, a little thing there as well. Wow. We went from a death to depression hey, you know you know what it's okay yeah uh, because we're, we're offering that little bit of help um so so let's just quickly then uh, not not that we want to again make light of any of that but just kind of move to some stuff that's more geeky fun nerdy uh we, we've got some comic news tv news movie news video game news and book news and one bit of book news I'm excited. That's, about my I, I think we talked about that, but just um, but we didn't talk about who's coming back for it. That that wasn't announced just yet. No, um, I'm not talking about that. Okay. Well, you got other. Oh, your book news. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So uh-huh. um, I, I'm just gonna do some some comic comic news to start with, yeah. which is just just kind of really weird. Um, it, if you guys have been noticing. Comic cons in general have been kind of all virtual, right? We see a New York City Comic Con; it's going to be virtual. Everything else out here in the UK has been virtual, which has been kind of weird. And DC just had this massive uh, DC Day where they announced all kinds of things. But right before that, um, AT and T, which is the the company that owns Warner Media and owns DC Comics, AT and T had over a third of DC's editorial staff laid off. All of the people that make the comic decisions, um, along with the DC Universe app, DC Collectibles was wound down entirely, you know, and it's difficult not to read this as AT&T sending signals. They are no longer interested in the comics DC puts out. And I don't know where that's going to leave the comic industry as a whole, if they're still going to try to limp along with less of their top executives. Now, Jim Lee, who has been a a DC mainstay Mm -hmm. for decades, he is still there as publisher. He didn't get let go, but they've wiped out some of their, some of their departments. And that, that's a bit scary to kind of see that happening. It really is a bit scary. Um, there was still a ton of news that came out, uh, for the DC is still pushing forward. So their their TV and their movie stuff is still moving, but I'm just wondering where this is going to leave their, their comic division because they're shutting down huge chunks of it. Well, I mean, it's quite obvious that the DC Universe like streaming service did not work. Yeah. It did not work at all. Um, and with all the other streaming services out there, I mean, at least with Marvel, you've got DC, you've got Disney backing you, whether that's you know the best thing or not. But with Disney backing you, you've also got Star Wars and you know a hundred other you know different little titles that you can shove on in there. But with DC, because they're so standalone, it's it's kind of like well, if you're not the Justice League. Or, well, you but, know, but the they're owned by Warner. Like Warner's a I part know. of there, so they can bring in all the Warner Brothers but movies. Warner that's Harry Potter. That. That's that's a lot of things that you can pull from. Yeah, but Warner doesn't want to do that. Yeah, they don't. I, so I, unless they're going to start their own streaming service and then make DC as part of it, it's not going to happen. DC can't sustain that on its own. So getting, I mean, comic books. Unfortunately, these days the comic industry is coming, you know, to a degree to a halt. I mean, people. 
don't get there you know there there are there are pockets of people but i mean even with the comic cons it used to be you know we'd go to a comic con and there'd be stands full of comics to go buy yeah and i'd go and stock up on some like you runs that i wanted <laughs> you know the last comic con i went to there wasn't one person selling comics not one yeah it's because it's no longer about the comics it's about pop culture and and that's okay that it really is okay and i think there are still some actual comic cons out there but it's a shame you know it really is a shame because these artists and you know some of the smaller artists some of the bigger artists um you know we have a love for comic book um art and um you know we've collected art from different artists that we've loved over the years and you know we still pick up comics the other day we went into a comic store down by my dad's uh, called Frog Bros. Yeah, in something Boston. like that, yeah. <laughs> um, and we found that IDW, um, who um, licenses G.I. Joe, My Little Pony, Transformers, Turtles, um, they actually did a crossover. The weirdest of, um, crossover. The weirdest yeah, crossover. Um, friendship is. So, yeah, so My no, Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. And Transformers. Uh, friendship in Disguise, that was it. Yeah. Um, and it was just the first comic of that series. And being the fact that my daughter is, you know, she still loves My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. I actually think it's great. I'm, you know, a couple of my favorite artists work for that series. Um, we picked it up and I've got to say it was hilarious. It was really, really well done. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, unless I'd been in the store, I'd have never known that was coming out. Yeah. I just wouldn't. And there are still some old series that I go and pick up, like the Guardians of the Galaxy series. You know, we've had that, but we've had them on digital comics. We don't actually have the physical comics anymore. So it, it is I tough understand and that's, that. Yeah, that. I mean, I get it, but you're looking at a lot of people who are going to be losing, you know, their their jobs over it. I, I mean, mean, are we heading to the end of the comic book shop? Is that going to, I mean, is it going to have to adapt into something else the way there's like Hastings in, in the States well, where I that think was they a... already have, because you go into uh, one of our local comic book shops is Ace Comics in Colchester. And yet they still do sell comics, but 90%, you know, that's it's collectibles kind of, they I guess. sell a lot of collectibles. I mean, it's full of collectible stuff, you know, pins, mugs, you know, DVDs, anything they else they can hock to try and make up that, you know, that money and everything else. Because selling just comic books these days is not going to make you a business. You are not going to, you know, you're not going to make that kind of cash. So they have to branch out. They have to do something else. Yeah. You know, it's it's a shame. Really, it, is. It's difficult. Back to the whole streaming thing. It's interesting, though, because uh, you know how a lot of the DC shows are going to HBO. HBO is owned by Warner, Warner Media as well. So 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 maybe in some way where they're trying to bring everything, everything to HBO now, maybe that's going to be where they're going to really pull all of the DC mm. shows and all of the streaming stuff that you're going to be able to find like they were trying with the DC Universe app, which is now pretty much defunct, I, yeah. I think, for all intents and purposes. It was too expensive um, as well. Let's face for, it. for what it was, I mean, I liked the fact that you had the full comic catalog as well as all of their it was a neat idea yeah. it definitely was a neat idea but it, it was just they, they didn't have enough and they didn't draw enough to make but it they did, really it, work it was too expensive i mean disney plus is what 5.99 a month yeah and 
you are looking at so I think much it was, more. It was like fifteen, wasn't it, or even thirty? It was. It was some. Wait, no, the DC Universe app wasn't that expensive. It might have been like nine ninety nine or something for. I can't remember when it came out, but again, but for what it was, it was way too expensive. But for those that are into comics, and that's the thing. But because again, we have this now dwindling comic reader, yeah. you know, whole just the number in the world, it's dwindling. They're still out there, but the people that read comics are not as many as it was in the eighties and nineties. Mm. Uh, and unfortunately, that's kind of going down. So yeah, D- DC. We'll see what happens. There's still a bunch of DC movie news when we get there. There's a whole lot of stuff happening, but just as far as the comics division and, and that, it's it's. Uh, we'll see see yeah. what happens with the world i mean I, again I, I just i love having local comic shops and that's going to be sad to see when those start uh well, disappearing even when we were at that comic book store you know the free comic book day comics well, didn't were still laying on top of the counter well, it's, and it's like, because it didn't happen though and so they, no, they kind of got slowly just given to the stores to give away but the fact is it's september already and those comic books come out in may and they hadn't all gone no, they sent them a, a different week throughout summer. So instead of giving them all at once throughout the summertime. Still, I, I know, I know. free comic books and people <laughs> hadn't taken them. I know. So, you know, that's a lot of... That, that's just the pandemic, though. That's just kind of what the world yeah. we're living in right now Still. and trying to, trying to figure it out. So, all right, where do you want to go? TV or movie news? Um, Let's go movie news. All right. Do you want to kick that one off then? Um, Yeah, just a really quick thing on Disney Plus. Thank you. It is only five ninety nine. Um, but one thing they've just introduced this week is Milan. Okay. And they are charging a premium for it where you have to pay in the States. I think it's $30 and over here it's 20 pounds. Okay. I think it's 20 pounds, um, for the privilege to watch that movie. Just once. Is it one time or is no, it No, then- I think you get to then have it and it's kind of called Disney plus premium. You then become part of the premium. It's Disney thing. plus plus. Well, something like that. Anyway, um, and the more ha- I'm read, I mean, honestly, I, it was not something I was that excited about seeing. I haven't seen the live action um, Lion King even. It's I don't do live action animal movies anyway, especially talking animals. You do- liked Aladdin, and there's a talking carpet. He talks. That's an carpet and it didn't really talk it just kind of like gestured <laughs> but i don't like like big little yellow or whatever it was called and all that no 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 don't like it just never have big it's yellow awful. what is that well that yellow dog movie homeward bound and all that oh, nonsense yeah, the big yellow. <laughs> oh goodness sakes it was just right. terrible no, no, no. Don't Wasn't want Michael to see J. It. Fox one of the voices in oh, Homeward Bound? I don't Bound? care. I don't like it. He was it's the just little not dog. me. No, okay. nope, nope. Um, but yeah, I was reading up because a lot of people have obviously seen Milan now, that, you know, especially the reviewers and stuff. And a lot of people are saying, what a shame. Like, it's a beautiful movie, you know. But the problem is, is they've tried to take it away from the actual cartoon version and there's absolute, there's next to no character development whatsoever. That is sad because I, I, I really enjoyed that movie. That was a fun movie, the cartoon. I mean, that was, that I was, like that. Milan's one of my more favorite. But again, I was not bothered about watching. I think Disney are just being dumb here. Oh, well, let's not come up with anything new. Let's just keep remaking stuff that we've already got in and our And they left vaults. out Mushu. I know. I don't get out. it. Well, although that's, again, a talking animal that you wouldn't like. I understand like. Maleficent because they took a different route. Yeah. They looked at it in a different way and went, right, what can we do with this? And it's made two very good movies. And I liked it. 
And, you know, yes, it's still Sleeping Beauty. I get that. But it was different and it actually took a different take on it. Well, whereas Aladdin and Lion King, they were just remakes, uh, almost line for line remakes. And I think he did a good job as a genie, but it was just kind of wah, wah to me. I know, and a lot of people like those though. They, they've I'm liked sure the Lion King, and um, but, but it's not it's not for me. I you know I liked I didn't mind Beauty and the Beast so much. I thought that one was quite what well about, done. Uh, oh yeah, that was Beauty and the Beast with Belle and the yeah yeah. So that one wasn't so bad, but still I was a little bit like eh. Well, was that pretty eh. much like a direct remake as well? Almost Kinda, like same yeah. dialogue, everything followed yeah, the same. But it was. I mean, they added a little bit more stuff into it, but realistically, they kind of just made a live action version of the cartoon and it was good because of the way they did it but it was just it was almost like well, what's the point of this okay. you know what the cartoon was just fine so don't really need this yeah it was good you know it was entertaining cinderella was the same way it really didn't do anything new so you kind of went oh it's nice but eh, whatever all right so you need Disney Plus Plus, and then you can watch yeah, Mulan. Yeah, yeah. If you want to spend the extra thirty dollars, which I'm sorry, I'm not in, interested in spending thirty dollars on a movie. Yeah, but well, um, again, it's cheaper. Than, they say it's cheaper than going to the movie. This is a theatrical release, right? So you'd pay more than that taking a family to the theaters. So if you look at it that way, I, I think I guess you've so. Got, but you it wouldn't find been one of to... the movies that I would have taken the kids to anyway. Okay, well, and that's fair. But if it's one that you would have seen in the, in the theaters, and then it's come out and it's out now, it's going to be. For the next six months, you're going to have to pay this price. Would you pay that $20 whatever price for a rental, essentially, just no, to watch it once? we didn't pay that rental for Trolls, and I wanted to see Trolls World Tour, and we didn't pay it. The only one I was willing to pay it for was Bill and Ted, which we actually got away with because Sean's older brother, um, who's we've bought, got his the Apple, three movie collection. It, yeah, bought so the three we movie got collection. to see it. And I've got to say... You weren't so keen on it. I thought it was funny. Well, I, I, it was again, entertaining. I thought it was funny and entertaining as well. It was just cringeworthy sometimes. Bill and Ted's watching yeah, that. Yeah, it was. But I've got to say, the two girls who played the the daughters, the daughters. and especially Keanu's daughter, Billy and Thea. holy cow! Like she was channeling, you know, young Keanu. It was insane how she managed to pull it off. I mean, it was like watching a female version of Keanu it was brilliant like 30 and years I ago, really yeah. <laughs> enjoyed it now that yes it was a little bit predictable I've got to say you kind of realized what was going to happen pretty early on because of the way that they'd scripted it um Rufus showing up very you know in a short way was kind of fun it kind of you know made spoilers gosh in a very small way don't yes. tell them when um <laughs> I I laughed quite a couple of times through it I just it made me laugh it it isn't as good necessarily as Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I will point that out. I would have put it on a par of the bogus journey. All right. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I know um, our kids enjoyed it. Kalaya wasn't so bothered. He's, he really liked it. But he's been watching the other two to kind of get into the to see it. Yeah. And he really liked the original two. So, and it was something that I really enjoyed. So. Yeah. So those yeah. were fun. Those were fun. Um, a couple of movies that actually we've waited a long time for have finally been released. Now, right. we were waiting for the X-Men New Mutants mm-hmm. through five release date changes over three years. And the movie is finally out. And what do we get? A perfectly mediocre subpar movie. When is it? Is it? What? How? When? It, what? it was released in the States uh, end of August and it was released here in the UK September 4th. 
Have you seen it? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. No. Have you seen me go to the movies? When have I gone to the movies? And just uh, well, it's at the cinemas. It's at the cinemas. Oh. And just according to all people that have gone, see, I just still can't see myself sitting in a cinema at any point, anytime soon. It's not something not that it's I. Star Wars. Yeah, even still, it, I'd it, go it's and watch just, Star Wars in the cinema. I'd put my mask on for two hours just to have it. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I just can't. I can't see myself doing that yet with the way the world is. Just sitting in rebreathing air of people that I don't know for two or three hours. Um, but from people that have gone. That I've taught, it's just this mediocre, yeah, it's nothing special. There's nothing amazing about it. It's not that it's bad, but there's, you know, it's a one watcher. So after waiting all this time for this movie to come out. But that's the same with Tenant. I mean, everybody's been saying uh, a lot of that stuff came back and they're just like, eh. It's, it's been more positive, though. It's, it's got a 75 Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't great. Uh, almost an 8 and eight on IMDb, which is pretty solid. But it does have, it, it goes from j- just above average to really good so so there's nobody that's saying it's by any means a bad movie now again you can't really look at the box office numbers because nobody's no. going to the theater so it's, it's really hard to judge based on those numbers how it's doing but based on the people that have seen it yes it, maybe it didn't meet some people's expectations but it goes from yeah that was a that was an okay movie to man this is a phenomenal another groundbreaking good job nolan um and, and so it really just I think it depends on your expectations going in. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to wait for streaming at some point. We'll pay for it. It's okay. Uh, I, I just, I can't see myself sitting in a movie, th- a movie theater anytime no, in, no, in the next little that. bit. Um, John Wick 5 has been announced. Um, Even though 4 was just barely announced. I was like, what happened to 4? <laughs> <laughs> no, John Wick 5, uh, they announced they're going to film uh, 4 and 5 back to back in early 2021. Uh, and so even though, yeah, even though I was thinking, wait, did I see four was announced somewhere? Because then I remembered, yes, Matrix four, John Wick four, we're going to have the same release date. Because w- now he's going after the table. Uh, yeah. So now he's flipping it. And so they're going to film them back to back. Um, Matrix four is picking up their uh, filming again. It got shut down in Germany in March and they've And that's resumed. a shame because I heard that um, Launch Fisburn, who played Morpheus, has not been invited. Yeah, I didn't realize that. that He's was... not going to be there. Everybody else is coming back except Lawrence Fishburne. That's... I don't know. I don't know how you do it without, without Morpheus. Morpheus. He's it, just such yeah. a big part of the plot. I mean, why not Morpheus? But then we don't know what the plot is, so we don't know if something else is going to... Because... What strangely is, obviously, you've got Trinity and Neo are both dead. I mean, at this point, there's no two ways about it. They're both, you know, dead. <laughs> well, as far as we know, we don't know the more no, the Neo's dead yet. We think tr- Trinity is. She looks like she's done. Well, no, Trinity was dead. Well, she didn't die. You don't see her actually die. Yes, you do. She closes her eyes. You don't know she's dead. Dude, what? she got completely like run through in multiple places that girl is dead no there's robots that can and fix Neo things is dead how do you know he's dead they just carry him away yes but the point is is that everything's like cyclical that's the point of the matrix well, like everything apparently comes they're not dead okay because they're gonna come back well some that's the point is because the one has kind of kept coming around again so who knows who knows, <laughs> so, who so, knows? so this one's coming back uh something else back. has just started filming um which is kind of slightly off the movie news and i will go back to movie news is uh stranger things 4 um it started filming it's been shut down for a while but they are looking to get that back on track which obviously means we won't be getting it next month because it had been coming out at yeah like around halloween time and did you see they're gonna try to maybe do a hopper spinoff series 
Really? I don't know exactly what that would look like, but they're going to bring Did David Harbour. Did you watch Harbor. the end of Stranger yeah. Things 3 yet? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I watched it when it was on. That's a that's an interesting... Obviously, we know now he is alive because they sent that other little trailer, little trailer out with trailer him out for season in four. the middle of Russia, isn't it? Or yeah. something like that. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. But talking about Millie um, Bobby Brown leading into that, Netflix, I believe it's out in the States already. We get it at the end of this month. Enola Holmes, which looks brilliant. Um, it is um, all about Sherlock's younger sister. Oh, Enola. okay. Um, Wait, the one that in the series like tried to kill them all? No. Which one was that? Well, that uh, was their that sister. That was from Sherlock, but we're not talking about that Sherlock. So a different... Are we talking about... So not Stephen Moffat Sherlock. No. We're talking about um, just cool, different Sherlock. So, so is this actually like original... Written by what's no, his face? No, I mean Sherlock. it's about um, Anola Holmes is Sherlock's teen sister. Her mother goes missing, and her mother's like her best friend, and they like they're crazy together. And that's actually played by um, or oh, what's her name, um, Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then you've got Henry Cavill playing Sherlock. Okay. And Sam Claflin, who's playing Mycroft. And if you don't know who that is, he was in. Um, the Hunger Games, the two, and he was Finnegan. What was it? Uh, Fenric. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fennec? Fennec. That's it. He played Fennec. So, it, I mean, a brilliant cast and the trailer for it looks amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. So Enola basically goes off and tries to find her mum. Um, cool. But she's quite an intelligent kid. And a fun Millie Bobby Brown fact. Is that she was in your aunt's class, wasn't she? She was. So when your aunt is your aunt like an LSA or a she teacher? She was an LSA, in yep. his, and, and she was. So your aunt was one of the people that helped bring up Millie Bobby Brown into she the was. person that she is today. It's all thanks to your aunt. I don't think it was all thanks to my aunt, but <laughs> yes, my aunt knew her, so that was that was interesting. Um, another cool movie that Netflix brought out, uh, which was surprisingly. And I hate to say that because after some of Netflix's last movies have been a bit, uh, okay, yeah. was Project Power. That was That fun. was a good movie. I, I think going in, I didn't really have high expectations no, either. And that helped. Um, I like Jamie Foxx. I think he's, yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's a fun, fantastic actor. Uh, always brings it. And I like, um, oh, Cobra. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I like him. And that new girl, I can't remember her name. I'm really Did amazing. blanking. Oh, my gosh. And apparently before she got there, like for her audition, she did not know how to rap. Wow. Did pretty good. I mean, insanely good. Uh, Jamie Foxx apparently turned around and goes, how long have you been rapping for? She goes, I've never rapped. <laughs> He's like, um... <laughs> That's pretty amazing. No, so, it, I mean, it, was it was a good movie. Solid movie. Um, just kind of the premise is, if you haven't seen it yet, is there is a pill that can give you superpowers for five minutes. You don't know what your superpower will be. Some people actually die from these superpower trips, but... Well, they literally just blow up once they've taken it. So it's... Uh, some people get... Um, one person catches on fire. Uh, Gordon Levitt... Um, Joseph, oh, I can't remember his name. Jo Gordon, basically, he becomes Joseph vulnerable. Gordon, yeah. he, get, he can like shoot him with a, a gun and the bullets will just bounce off him. So everybody gets different like reactions to it and becomes these different superpowers. But the source of the superpowers is actually... Um, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, somebody who's been stolen, yes. who has natural superpowers. 
Um, that person has been stolen and um, the others are trying to work to get that person back. Yep. But really, really good. I would say 16 and over, definitely, as a movie. I don't think it's one for the younger ones. Yeah, I'd say that's fair um, on that one. I'd it? say over here we'd class it as a 15. Um, I would definitely, if it was classed as a 12, and I'm not sure it was, I would still be even a bit more concerned about letting 12 year olds watch it i would put that as about 15 but it was a really good movie no it was good and netflix has done now they're not putting out like these groundbreaking movies but you know things like the irishman even they go to netflix they're, they're doing a really good job with the movies they're putting out the irishman i liked six underground i like i like i like the old guard um the so, old so they're right. doing some really good movies from a streaming service but i didn't but i bright wasn't what i was expecting and bright was a little bit like they're doing a bright too. I know they are. And I'm hoping, I mean, what they like, what the trailer kind of led that into, it was kind of like, that was what I was expecting. And then it was completely different from that. Yeah. The second half of the movie was definitely better than the first half. Yes. The first half was a bit rough. It didn't, again, I almost turned it off and then I, we, we kind of finished it through. No, it's turned into a good movie. Um, but, but you're right. It was definitely not what we expected in, in that. Um, and, and they're learning it's, it's, they're trying different things. They, I mean, they're, yeah, yeah. they're a, a company that's still relatively free to do kind of what they want. They've got a massive stockpile of cash. They're just sitting on so they can develop all these fun things. And it, it's going to be interesting to see. Now, although you were a bit let down by their cursed series, weren't you? Yeah, I only watched the first um, couple of episodes and kind of lost interest. I must admit, I was really looking forward to seeing this from a different, you know, seeing the story of King Arthur from a different perspective. Um, I don't think it did what it needed to. It kind of felt like um, the letter for the letter for the king as well. That okay. one didn't yeah. really seem to go anywhere. Unlike The Witcher that really went places and, you know, I'm already excited about The Witcher season two, which has been announced um, but yeah, that were that one was, I haven't felt any compulsion to go back to it at least. Um, maybe we'll give yeah. that one a, a shot later. You know, if we have some, some extra streaming time on our hands to, to yeah, kind of get into one. Yeah, we've still got plenty to watch at the moment. So yeah, it was, I usually try and give it a couple of episodes because a lot of things, you know, the first episode can be a little bit lax and then you want to give it an episode to kind of catch up and see what's going on. Um, yeah, it was one that never really grasped me, I must admit. And I do enjoy that sort of style of show, you know, yeah. but it, it never really got me. Okay. And it's, yeah, it seems like all our TV news is Netflix news because I have Altered Carbon Season 3 has been canceled now. They left Season 2 on a cliffhanger. It had Anthony Mackie yeah, take yeah. on the, the lead role in that. Um, so, so that one, we'll, we'll see if it, if it does get picked up by somebody else, goes mm -hmm. to a different streaming service and the expanse season five. Now they haven't given us a release date yet, but rumors are, we'll see it drop before Christmas. All the shooting finished up pre pandemic. Cool. So all they had to do was all the post-production work, which in a sci-fi show is actually quite a bit. Mm. And with people spread out in their homes trying to work, it, it could take a lot longer. We're hoping to see that one here, uh, hopefully come pretty soon. That's one I, I've enjoyed. I'm trying to get you back into it because it's one of those, it's, it's a really intellectual, think about what's going on type show but but still fun and action and um you just can't half watch that show no. you've got to really be into the expanse and watch it to get what's going on um i had something else that just flitted into my head and i, I can't remember what it was another netflix something or something something or something something or something there was a something or something that came and left about netflix and i don't know what it is now so uh 
while you're thinking about that, last oh, it's gone now. Last it's gone. time yeah, it's gone. Uh, we did uh, <laughs> the top five '80s movies that uh, you can be watching because obviously we've got you know a lot of time on our hands. People have watched a lot of series and a lot of movies, and they're now going, "What do I watch now?" Because we're ending out of the lockout. But um, I've come up with '90s movies this time. Do okay. I get to pick apart your 90s ones? And I don't think you will this time, okay. honestly. Now, again, because of uh, there was a lot of like series and like trilogies and whatnot that came out, I have left those out. Things like The Mummy, things like Terminator, um, The Matrix, um, even like Sister Act and Jurassic Park and Wayne's World. They've been left out because they're, you know, they've got multiple movies in the franchise and I don't want to do franchises because yeah. most people have seen or those. like Wayne's world, just massive cult following. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've kind of gone for ones that I think, Hey, these were great movies. And I think they've got some really great watchability um, and rewatchability. And hopefully there'd be ones that you might not have seen. So I'm starting out with one. I know you like, so tell you what, how about you just read off your list. And then at the end, I will give you my overall impression of how good or bad. I think your list is really let's, I think you don't want to do that and we can just go through it and then I'll just I'll kind of look at you I'll give you some disdainful looks if I feel they deserve that um, and at the end I'll go ah that wasn't as bad but there's this this and this um, and then we, we can we can hear your list here so. okay so I've actually done um, a top six this time okay because I found it really difficult to kind of thing and I've tried to stick to kind of like the nerdier movies with this so number one galaxy quest Am I carrying on? Okay. Uh, number two, Hackers. Okay. This is me nodding my head. I'm kind number of Number okay. three, Fifth Element. Number four, Stargate. Uh, number five, Mars Attacks. <laughs> and number six, Groundhog Day. Okay. You had me, you had me until Mars Attacks. Oh, you I You had love me all Mars the way attacks. up until Mars Attacks. That is the worst movie. No, that is it's terrible. not. It's a brilliant movie. <laughs> Oh, I know. And I have friends that love that one. I know you love that one. I just, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, there was the, I think I showed you uh, one of the big auction houses out in the States was just auctioning off some of the full size yeah. Mars aliens and their blasters uh, from that movie. I, I just know. International just, sign of the donut. Yeah, I just love know. It. Uh, I mean, it, okay. If, if you've got some time to kill and you want something that is just going to be okay, wait, cheesy, loopy, campy. It is a Tim Burton movie. It has got a massively all-star cast, including cast. Jack Black, Pierce Brosnan, Michael J. Fox, Tom Jones... I mean, I can keep going because the amount of like massive actors, Jack Nicholson playing the president, Annette Benning. I mean, the cast is humongous. I'm not knocking the cast at all. I'm not knocking it that at all. It is supposed to be a B movie. It's supposed to totally be a it, B movie. It, it is definitely but a B movie. It is hilarious. It's not one for kids because they're the people do get zapped by the ray guns and turned into skeletons and it is a bit freaky in places but it is an entirely silly movie it's not supposed to be serious and it is just fun yeah i'll give you Absolute that one fun. you know and groundhog day that was when i watched a bunch as a kid and so it's just you, a, it was the first one of its type yeah just doing that like there's been so many since of that kind of like redone you know waking up and living the same day over and over and bill murray i mean you you can't fault bill murray he's just this a natural comedian um and just his very very 
specific type of comedy with that kind of situation was clever. It was yeah. super clever. And it was such a mundane day as well. I mean, being the fact it's Groundhog Day and he's just this completely done in weather was he weather he's a weather reporter isn't he yeah and he's just kind of just like so over going and seeing Puxatawney phil but it's a love it's a great movie but i mean one galaxy quest is still it's in my you know it's in my top movies of all time it's so yeah because you can watch that one it's got rewatchability, and actually surprisingly my dad really likes that movie as well and you wouldn't think that he likes that type of comedy but it, it's a fun movie it um, just makes fun of star trek star wars any sort of like sci-fi series ever um one of my favorite lines in that movie is after they run through the chompers and sigourney weaver's like whoever wrote that episode should die because it's just so good i mean the premise of it is that there are these actors on an old show like star wars star wars star trek was um but aliens kind of watch these historical documents that they they see the transmissions think they're historical documents and if this actually happened rather than being just a tv show and and remake the ship and everything everything. perfectly to, to the tv show though so when there's weird bits they put in the the ship like this chompy fire flame saw bit which makes no sense Makes no sense in some lower compartment. You know, that's when Sigourney Weaver curses the writers of that show because Alan Rickman uh, plays this uh, alien character and like they try and give him top chocolate ticks for food. Obviously, he's human. He's normal. And he's sitting there while uh, Tim Allen is like tucking into a grass, you know, corn fed Iowa steak. And like, he's got these weird like, well, like Captain Kirk born in the Midwest. Down. Tim Allen's born in the Midwest. Yeah, it's yeah, of brilliant. Course. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, good act. Sigourney Weaver, uh, Tim Allen, Alan Rickman. Um, who is that guy? The guy who plays Monk. Yeah, Can't tech sergeant. And oh, guy, my guy, favorite, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Love <laughs> Sam Rockwell. It. And also Missy Pyle, who oh, plays an fun. amazing alien. And if you don't know who Missy Pyle is, look her up on IMDb and you'll go, I know her from this, this from and this. everything. And I've got to say, one of the nicest ladies I've ever met in my entire life. Such Missy a Pyle lovely, lovely lady. Um, but she does some brilliant, brilliant shows. So, you know, um, I, I'm not going to knock your list as much as I knocked your 80s list because your 80s list was rough. Uh, your 80s list was rough. Now, this so, one, people, if you want, I'll give her an 8 out of 10 for this list. Um, only one disdainful look, and it was only partially disdainful. So you, so you did well. Yeah, well, I mean, Fifth Element is probably one of my favorite movies ever. Luke Besson, a massive Besson fan anyway. Again, genre-bending movie. Yeah, and it and it rewrote the genre for it. I mean, even the fact that you, you got um, one of the biggest um, fashion designers in the world at the time did all the costume designing which was unheard of at the time um brilliant brilliant movie um i always quote lilu just you know i mean he thinks (laughs) it's hilariously funny um stargate the original movie you know an amazing amazing movie really kicked off the entire series we just watched that one a little bit ago didn't we we did we showed it to the the kids. kids um really really good fun movie yeah different actors changed it up but it was still a brilliant movie and it really starts off the idea of Stargate, which obviously then led into massively 10 huge, seasons of yeah, SG-1, 10 seasons plus five, Stargate Atlantis, Atlantis, then Stargate Universe. I liked um, Universe. Yeah, I, I really liked, liked Universe too. Universe. And there was another one, wasn't there? There was a couple of Stargate movies after that. Uh, Continuum that, was fun and yeah. there was a, a couple of, yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So there's been a ton of stuff that have been spun off of that one yeah, movie. It was really good. Um, and then Hackers, which most people don't know. It was actually um, Angelina Jolie's one of her first roles. Um, 
before she went and married Billy Bob Thornton and everything else, um, Johnny Lee Miller plays the main guy. It's all about hacking in the 1990s, which Isn't is hilarious. Isn't Matthew Lillard, Lillard in that as he well? Is. And Matthew Lillard, <laughs> one of your yeah, favorites. He, uh, his name in there is serial killer, as in like a the bowl cereal, of cereal. Bowl of cereal killer. Yeah. Um, they all have ridiculous like hacker names and they hack the planet, which is hilarious. Um, really silly premise, but it's a fun movie. It's very stylized. It's very nineties. Um, and if you've watched any late eighties or nineties movies, you'll recognize every bad guy. Every other filler character will have yeah. been in every other nineties movie you saw that was campy like hackers. Yeah. Yeah. So those are your movies. Go and check them out. Find them on this, probably on different streaming services and different places. Um, if you, we will try and put these lists up on like at least Facebook and probably Instagram as well so that you can kind of go through them and see if you can watch some of these movies because it's a bit of fun. It's a bit different. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking. So staying on movies, I've got some movie news that will excite you. Right, go on. Ben Affleck returning as Batman. Oh, ben Affleck. Well, he's sort of returned. Now, it's kind of funny. I didn't expect to have this much DC news today, but I've got tons of DC news. Um, so, so yeah, Affleck will return as uh, Bruce Wayne, as Batman, in the upcoming Flash movie. Um, I'm sorry. Ben Affleck's going to make a better Batman and is a better Batman, which he's terrible, let's face it. Then stupid rotten okay hold on we'll talk about that here later that's not where we're at right now so in this one as well uh we're also getting back your favorite michael keaton will come back as an older dark knight from yet another kind of multiverse now this is the only batman he is batman there is no other guy who's ever played batman as well as michael keaton but not in the multiverse there's many there's many batman in the multiverse um so yeah so this is all this is all loosely based on the flashpoint kind of flash storyline that was a comic which tells of how barry allen uh tried to go back in time to to prevent his mother from dying but inadvertently jumped into a different dimension and then just blew open the doors on on the multiverse and uh, has to deal with lots of craziness this is the one that ezra miller really pushed to have written remember how he was ready to walk away from the flash uh, and so he, he got he got this one done with with DC. They kind of got together and collaborated on this and made it work. So I'm, I'm really interested to see this, though. And I'm even OK to see Affleck again as Batman. I'm OK with that in, in this type of scale here. Um, you know, but with that, the DC with their big event that just happened the end of August uh, released a big timetable on their movies that are coming out now. Uh, Wonder Woman is still supposed to come out this year. Mm-hmm. October 2nd, we got a Wonder Woman 1984 say, the release. The trailer makes it look better than the first trailer did. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, I, I still don't know how I feel about the, the Cheetah character. Um, eh. I mean, just, just the makeup, just the whole actual, the live action version of that character. I'm, I'm not sure how I, I feel about that yet. Yeah. But I, I like, I like uh, oh, what's her face? It's playing it. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I should know Carry that. Carry on and I'll look Yes. Uh, th- there's a slate, though, of movies that are hitting in 2021 and 2022. So Suicide Squad, they'd already Kristen actually... Kristen Kristen Wiig, thank you. Uh, Suicide Squad already finished principal photography, um, but production is still, of course, you've got a lot of extra stuff to do Holy around cow. it. Holy cow, how many characters are they introducing? Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So you've got all of, all of the original cast, plus a whole bunch well, of... Well, not all of the original well, cast. Well, I, I, most of the original cast. I mean, it's really the, the, the bulk of the original cast, uh, plus adding no Idris... Idris Elba is coming over as well as uh, um, oh, there's a couple other 
couple other Marvel guys, and I can't think of all of them. I like the fact that Idris Elba is there. He's going to be a really fun addition well, to that. Uh, isn't um, Drax coming over? He was supposed to. I'm not sure exactly his role. I know Michael Rooker's already over there doing stuff. Uh, but but yeah, just just a massive cast that's kind of being pressed into Suicide Squad too. Well, Taika Waititi's coming in. Yay. So that one's, yeah, that one's in. And it's being released on my birthday next year. So that is my birthday Nathan watch. Nathan Fillion is one that I'm really excited about because Nathan's amazing. Sean Gunn is playing Weasel. Uh, which I, is I, not I know we surprising. read down this list before. It's, it, it is just a massive, absolutely massive cast list. Yeah, Michael um, Rooker, John Cena. That's August 2021 for that one. Now the Batman. This is the one that you've been critical of. Now I have had I have had many a critic of Robert Pattinson as Batman say Sparkle Boy might actually be able to pull this off after no. having seen the new trailer with no. the new trailer drop. I've had more than one, more than one, not you, of course, but more than one people have come to me and said, Sparkle Boy can do this because the, the, the trailer actually shows that he can maybe I do something no well. I have no problem with Patterson. I've watched him in other things, even things that I didn't think were that great, but I thought he was a really good actor. And he has. He has improved his acting and he has got game now. But no, 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 no. Even Bring back George Clooney oh as my Batman. Gosh, no, Clooney was the worst. Yeah, I he agree. was the worst Batman. Well, no, Affleck was the worst. No, I'll say Affleck was better than Clooney. You know, you know, one of the really cool things though is, is that this is going to be more of the the detective comics type approach to Batman, which is where Batman started in. Is it like a, a detectivey type feel um, on the Dark Knight more so than we've seen? It's almost like Batman has gone the way of Pierce Brosnan and James Bond, just more and more outlandish, more ridiculous stuff. And this one is going to pull it back to kind of some of the roots, the way Daniel Craig did with 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 James Bond, made it seem brought some realism to the character. And, and if that's what they can do with this, that that, that, that to me sounds really cool and the cast you mentioned the cast of suicide squad the cast here so jeffrey wright commissioner gordon if you don't know who that is think nuts and bolts no, and okay uh andy circus uh as as alfred amazing uh paul dano as riddler zoe kravitz as catwoman colin farrell as the penguin and his his makeup for the penguin looks just unreal um they've got a great cast around pattinson so even if his role is weak which you think maybe he's not going to do the best at this you've got this cast around him that it's going to do with I the still job i think the trailer looks dreadful See, everybody I've talked to is leaning the other way. They say the trailer actually gives them hope in this movie. Uh, gives them hope that this can be something good. And I admit, I do say, I said that they need to go dark because that's where it was working, such as the Titans and things like that. But I just, no. And I think Batman's been overdone. Same Spider-Man. Just stop it. Yeah, stop but, but, rebooting it. Stop it. Just leave it alone. See, even if this movie comes out and does well, you're still going to feel the same way because you've already set yourself up so deep in this this anti Batman world that this no, could be a great movie. I'm not movie. afraid to say I'm wrong, but Michael Keaton is the only guy who's ever played a decent Batman, ever. Yeah, I think Bale, no. Adam West got some things to say about that. Adam um, West, I would watch as a kid, <laughs> but the man had shark repellent on his bat belt. Which there every is something not okay about every well prepared Batman will have shark repellent on I'm your bat sorry, belt. No. <laughs> All right, so what is that? Wonder Woman 2020, Suicide Squad, The Batman in 2021, along with Black Adam in 2021. Now, this was originally slated to be the villain in the first Shazam movie. Once The Rock came on board, they're like, you know what? No, let's make this its own thing. Now, uh, Black Adam kindly came kind of came about the same way Shazam did. He was given the powers, um, but but this is this is taking place like the prequel to Shazam. This is going to be, I think, thousands of years prior. I'm not sure 
if they're going to pull this present day, but the, the whole origin story of Black Adam, I think, is what they're going to focus on. And he has exactly the same costume as Shazam. Well, yeah, because he is a Shazam character. He was given the powers. Now, he wasn't necessarily bad by any means, but he was kind of like the Deadpool, the anti-hero. Um, and he never was like the, the, the virtuous good guy that you kind of want out of that character. He was kind of riding that edge of like the dark. And that's why mm-hmm. he's the Black Adam. Uh, so that one's coming. Super Pets is an animated movie. It is coming out in 2022. Now, come on. Crypto, Streaky, Ace, Comet, like all of the pets in the, the DC world will have their own movie. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and then um, following that up, I'm not really going to talk much about it, but Flash, Shazam 2, Aquaman are all fall, winter of 2022. So we're getting... Uh, four movies between now and the end of 2021 and then four more movies in 2022. Mm. So that's a lot of movies. That's eight movies though in the next two years from DC. Uh, again, maybe not focusing as much on comics, but man, they're pouring it into their their movies. And, and again, kind of weird that these aren't really connected. They're making these as standalones. The Batman actually apparently could turn into a trilogy with Robert Pattinson. Uh, so we might have three of those, but but they're not really connecting them the way they wanted to originally. And I, I don't know how that's going to be going forward. Me. Oh, actually, there's a fifth one in 2021. The Snyder Cut. We might have to get HBO Max just to watch that because I am excited to see. I don't think you can get HBO Max over here. Um, I found out something interesting. I didn't realize this. Okay. Right. So, Three Men and a Little Lady yes. was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Yes. Three Men and a Baby, not so much, but I didn't see that one as much. But did you know that Three Men and a Little and a Baby was actually directed by Leonard Nimoy? I did not realize that. They're rebooting it With at who? Disney you because can't... actually it was a massive success and actually restarted Disney's like live action side projects because um, it did so well. There's only one person been cast so far. Hold on. So you had Gutenberg, Selleck. Who was the third? Um, Danson. Danson? Ted Danson. Oh, Ted Danson. That's right. So you have these three guys. Are any of those three coming back? No. So they're removing those three. We're starting with three new dads and a baby. Okay, so who was one of the dads getting... Zac Efron. <laughs> Why? I don't, I don't well, know. Okay, he, he, he's definitely grown on me. I got to say, from yeah, his early he's... stuff, he's grown on me. I really enjoyed him in uh, Greatest Showman. Um, even like 17 again. I really thought he did a good job in that movie with uh, Matt Perry. Oh, when he did... Um, to- what was it called? Totally Evil, or- Awful... When he was playing Ted Bundy. Oh yeah! That Apparently was he so, did. Oh, shocking! Vile. That was yeah. it. Uh, no, he. Oh no! Like that guy is a good-looking dude. I mean, he's just a good-looking dude, and he creeped me out in that movie. Yeah, it was like creepy. He was just so. He just imbibed. I mean, he's a brilliant actor. Gotta say it. And I, I liked those movies. I thought they were cute. They were fun. Um, what the Ted Bundy movie? No, three men and a little lady. Oh, you got you got to transition better. Three men and a little baby. Um, so I think you could do good. Um, uh, the Tron sequel has now got a director, uh, Garth Davis, which is good. Wait, we're doing another Tron. We're doing another Tron. You know, I didn't. Is it going to be kind of Olivia Wilde and what's his face mm, out in the real world I'm now? Is that so? Um, there's not a lot of information about it, obviously, because it's and- only just been announced. But um yeah it's it's uh it's got it's got walking distance now it's got stuff huh. in it so what was the uh really what good. was the bad jeff bridges name like new or clue. clue i wonder if he's gonna find a way out well he got destroyed didn't he he did at the end he did 
Um, so that one's interesting, I've got to say. Um, I'm waiting to see what happens there because I liked the last Tron. I mean, I didn't think it was... I mean, I liked the original Tron. Uh, I know our son really enjoyed both the movies. Yeah. He really liked the newer one. But it is, it's a very cool-looking thing anyway so oh you know who they really underutilized in that and i can't think of his name right now was the uh the younger kid in the boardroom where he does a lot of what's his name um he does really well in the stuff that he's in but they used him for what like 90 seconds of screen time and i I didn't really get so i wonder if he's gonna be uh if they'd really cast him initially to use him later on in the series if they find a way back in or if he finds a way to pull stuff out um I, w- I would have to imagine that, that he would be... Are you looking at it right now? Uh, what is that kid's name? He's not your kid. Um, He's... No, I'm not. Um, but yeah, okay. so I mean, I'm I'm interested to see what they do with it. That's, that's where it comes down to. Yeah, no, it looks really good. Um, I don't think I have anything more on movie news uh, other than, you know, my boy Ryan Reynolds. He just made a few dollars selling his gin company. Yeah. Just, just a couple dollars. Um if you hadn't heard this uh aviation gin which ryan reynolds was he wasn't a majority stakeholder but he definitely was a a large stakeholder in that gin company uh it just sold for over 700 million dollars now the one thing that people don't really realize about this is yes i think he had about a 30 percent stake in the company is that the money will be paid out over uh, over a decade yeah and it's all based on performances and kind of incentives of things i wonder how much i mean because part of the reason we started buying it was simply because you really like ryan reynolds i like ryan. i don't think i would have bought it if it hadn't been for that no i know and again i just started getting a gin as well which kind of helped in the yeah, fact that, yeah. that you were starting you drunk it a little bit and i i started liking my, my gin drinks and gin and tonics and um yeah so i think a lot of but he has he has to remain on as the face of the company so that that's part of the buyout is that he has to stay there um as the face doing the commercials putting out oh, more ads cool, so so he's not going anywhere so we're not going to lose ryan from aviation gin it's just uh he's cashing out a little bit so he's he's not, he's not he doesn't have as much money as he thought and i think he, he tweeted about that um he's like all right guys sorry i don't have as much money as i thought i only have a, a little bit of money oh yeah still millions that's a little mm, bit of money millions um, and millions so and millions. book news super exciting things happening in the next little while i've got book um, news i know you have good news do you want to do your book news first then? well we've already talked about the fact that ready player two from ernest klein is finally being released november 24th in the u.s i think it's 23rd 23rd in the u.s and 24th here. here but the big news on that is that will wheaton is back to narrate the set yes, which we, we didn't think yeah, we didn't think that was going to be an issue like he had to come back for that one yeah. it, it just wasn't announced last time we were talking about it and now it's been officially announced yeah. that will wheaton is back uh, and if you haven't read that book or listened to that book, do both. It's a great book. Oh, yeah. It, it, it blows the movie away. The movie was good. Don't get me wrong. But the book was fantastic. It was. And you need, if you're a driver and you just drive a lot, get the audiobook. If you like to read, get the book book. Just do something with, with the book because it's a good book. It's, it one, it's, good it's book. one of my favorite books of all time mm. at this point. Now, I've got to say, uh, my book news is super exciting. Um, so you've heard me talk about uh, one of my favorite book series is, other than uh, Ready Player One is uh, a book series by a author called Luke Chimilenko. And I'm hoping I pronounced yeah. that right. <laughs> uh, and it's called Ascend Online. Um, kind of, I got into it because of Ready Player One, because I was looking for books like Ready Player One and somebody <laughs> recommended this to me. I tried it and I loved it. There are three books out in the series at the moment, and the fourth is due out on September 15th, which... It's getting close. It is getting close, 
But what's super exciting is that I actually am already reading the book because I am doing some arc reading for him, which means I get to edit it and just kind of give my review on it and everything else. So we will be giving my review the day after it comes out because I'm not allowed to do it before then. But I am super excited because I've got to say, reading this book, this is the fourth in the series. It's going to be called Glory to the Brave. Um, it's still following uh, Lyrian Rassler and his band um, trying to defend Oldford from um, Carver and his group. But so far, and I'm about third, coming up to the halfway point through the book, and it is absolutely excellent it is probably the best one so far it's already clocked in at over 800 pages which is about 325,000 words but i've got to say i am so excited about this book because it's been so good so far i haven't been this excited about books for a long while um having been a massive riordan fan and his like i found a lot of his writing is kind of it's gone downhill a little bit for me, I must admit. But Chimilenko stuff is amazing. Um, I've got an opportunity to do another book, which he's writing at the moment, and uh, that will be later on this year. Uh, Luke Daniels will be doing, who we absolutely adore as a reader as well. He's done a lot of stuff we like, uh, including the Off to Be the Wizard series. I like Nick Padell. Nick Padell's good as well. Those three tend to be like the the trinity of readers for us. Nick Padell, Will Wheaton, and... Uh... Luke Daniels. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't get Jim Dale's reading of uh, Harry Potter over here because I've got to say his reading was much better over and Stephen um, Fry. Stephen Fry. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's an amazing book. Um, it's coming out on September 15th. If you haven't got something to read at the moment, the first three are already out there. Get them. Read them. It's so good. Really great series. All about this group of friends who uh, go into a online game, but it's a full immersion game. Um and it's how they basically um they're like creating their characters um and then just going through these adventures and everything else it's not a kids book absolutely not there is some language in there um and obviously there's a lot of fighting because obviously it's an adventure game but there's really no sex or anything else in there but i would say it's probably i'd i'd say it's about 15 or over younger ones probably wouldn't be as interested but if you like that kind of literary lit rpg as they call it uh brilliant series of books just brilliant and uh, this fourth book is amazing yeah, i really enjoy it. i only got through the first one of that not because i didn't like it but i think i just got sidetracked yeah. uh one of the series i like is from andrew rowe he does this officially advanced magic yeah. series and he's got the 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 well he's got two of that main series and then he has three or three other series that are going on at the same time, but all in the same world. And so he's bouncing around and writing all these prequels and weapons and wielders and stuff around it. Um, and so I've been kind of stuck in that series yeah, for a while. Yeah, the problem is for me is that I really loved that first book and I loved the second book. But for me, I want to finish that before you go story back and, and before I start <laughs> doing prequels and everything else. It, I, I, it was getting too much for me. So I kind of lost interest because I just didn't want to read all these other bits. Now with Ascend Online, one of the good things is, is that we follow the story of Lyrian and his friends for the first book. In the second book, we meet a new group um, who actually then they all come together in the third and fourth books to do stuff. Um, but it gives you, an, the second book gives you this wider overview of what's going on in the world as a whole rather than just this little tiny part of it. Yeah. So it's, it's a really clever way of doing it. But yeah, his writing style is brilliant. I've really enjoyed it. It's very captivating. It kind of keeps you wanting to turn the page and everything else. And I mean, I was through the first 
oh, like 150 pages within the first two or three days. So I've really been enjoying it and it's it's well worth it. So if you haven't got anything to read or listen to in the car, again, Ready Player One, one of the best series is out there. Off to be the wizard. Uh, Andrew Rose, Sufficiently Advanced Magic and Luke Chimalenko, um, his uh, Ascend Online, some of the best uh, sci-fi fantasy books out there at the yeah, moment a lot, a lot of fun brilliant. a whole lot of fun if you're in the yeah just the stuff that we like and you know the yeah. stuff we like if you listen and that it's, it's it's fun stuff um and I'm, I'm always looking for the next book i'm always looking for more on yeah, all yeah. of those um and ernest klein ready player two yeah well I'm, i've got that one pre-ordered i've got will pre-ordered right now so as soon as that thing drops we'll be listening to it well last bit of news i have uh just because we're going long really long which is okay that we always go about an hour uh fortnite and apple still at odds over the app store policy um and same with uh xbox game pass now the app store is keeping all of them out at this moment uh all because fortnite tries to sell stuff through their game but they don't and they're trying to circumvent apple's 30 percent cut that they get off all things sold on apps in the game and then same with the xbox game pass because you can have in-app purchase and all that stuff and again it's uh, but, but really, when you think about Xbox Game Pass on Apple devices, we, we could load that up on the Apple TV. Again, all you need at this point then is a Bluetooth controller and you can game without having a console. It's all it's cloud based gaming is so close. Yeah. Like if Apple would let the Game Pass go through, we are knocking on the door of widespread integration of cloud based gaming. Mm-hmm. And, and that is playing all these games that usually require a console without the console. Because all that processing happens at the back end, and then the Apple TV just becomes a glorified monitor. That's all it is. And yeah. um, so and that, that, that to me is exciting. Now, of course, the, the, all the legal stuff is not exciting. Fortnite and Apple can fight. Yes, billion-dollar companies and trillion-dollar companies getting into it. I don't care. Um, I, I just want to see. There's a lot of infighting at the moment. Uh, Stars and uh, who is it? Warner Brothers? No. Um, Universal or something like that are in at odds at the moment. They're fighting because stars should have like all these movies and they should be exclusive, but they had let all the things lapse and they're, oh, it's just going nuts. And then AMC is in it with The Walking Dead. Uh, another two companies are saying that they should be getting a cut of the profits from all The Walking Dead stuff. And it's been going on for seven years. Wow. And it's finally going to trial. So there's a lot of that stuff going on at the moment. All right. Well, infighting is fun. Yay, world. Yay, awesomeness. Dude. Yay. We're done. But uh, we will be here. Now, I know the summer goes a little crazy and lockdown has been a little crazy, but we are uh, coming back and we will be here every... Are we doing it every week or every fortnight? We're going to be we'll doing... Do fortnightly. You'll be getting a... Um, a jam-packed session every fortnight for the americans that that's every two weeks if for americans that don't understand fortnight but if you want to talk to us get hold of us uh any of those sort of lovely things in the meantime it is the geek ug at the geek ug at the geek ug on facebook instagram and twitter yes yes it is it is. But guys, we, we love you. We thank you so much for tuning in and joining us. Uh, I love seeing the comments. If you do enjoy what you hear as well and haven't left a comment yet, please do so. Rate us on SoundCloud or on Apple uh, Podcasts. We'd love to see those those ratings from you guys. And we love just the input. We love to see what you guys think of what we're doing. Um, but we, we do want you to know that we are here uh, in every capacity we can to help. And if you need some help, if you need some prayer, if you need someone to talk to, whatever it might be, you know, please reach out to us. Again, the app, Chat Now app, if you need someone to talk to right away, 24 hours a day, uh, you can find that on the App Store, uh, Chat Now, again, or chatnow.org, you can go to. 
But um, let us know how, you know, we can serve you. And that's really what we're here to do. And if you've got other ideas on like movies from the 80s or 90s that you want to, you know, tell us about, or if there's games that you want us Your to review. Your desert island movies of the 80s yeah, and 90s, I'd love to hear or those. Or things that you want us to watch or anything else or what you want our opinions on, then let us know. We want to know. We do. I want to know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. All right. Um, But from Dadpool, I always love to say, you know, don't forget to be awesome because you are. Just sometimes we forget it as humans. We like to look at all of our flaws instead of the awesomeness that God put there. So don't forget to be awesome. And from me, be unique. Be the person that you were made to be. Don't be somebody else because they're already taken. As Oscar Wilde said. (laughs) Don't be someone else because they're already taken. Yeah. It's good. Be yourself. Because everybody else is already taken. So... The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.